college gets stupid. Hi, everyone. Hi, we're back. Um, this is Ridiculous People Podcast. I'm Alex Shannon. And I'm Lib Sangor. You can follow us as a podcast at a Ridiculous Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow Liv on Twitter and Instagram at Liviosa, L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H. Yes. And you can follow Alex at Alex Shan, A-L-U-X-S-H-A-N. And we have two very special guests today. Wow. Introduce yourselves, ladies. I'm Sydney. Um, we have a podcast called Cohabitation, which you can find at, at Cohabitation Podcast. I actually think we do have a Twitter account, but it's we do, yeah, fully inactive. I'm um, Leah. I don't use Twitter uh, really <laughs> at all. So <laughs> I think Instagram, we both drop Instagram, yeah. Facebook. You can find it at yeah. Conversation Podcast. You can find our podcast on I think all of the places that host podcasts. Oh, we have Sweet. a website as well. Like how weird <gasps> is that, right? That's yeah. very, a website. Wow. It's just how professional? Habitationpodcast.com. How 2010 oh of you? God. I love that. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and then you're, I'm what, uh, at Sydney underscore Morse on a very also pretty active Instagram page. We have Holly, T-H-A-L-I. Very straightforward, easy to remember. NYC Parks content. That is true. Oh, fun. I have pictures of my dog, and she has pictures of Parks. Yeah. That's very relaxing. Yeah, I love that. You're not going to make you feel bad about your body, but look at my Instagram, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's so nice. That's nice. It's a safe space. It is, full of Love that. Hers is, like, lovely. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Anyway. Well, thanks for, having, thanks for coming up. We were just on their podcast yeah. um, where we talked about like the trials of living together yeah, and roommates the and craziness stuff. that we've gotten into, the shenanigans. Yeah. Some, if you want to go listen to that. Some fun stories about evil people who lived below us. It's true. <laughs> the trolls yeah. underneath our bridge. Definitely later than whenever this comes out. So. Yeah, uh, you never know. <laughs> yeah so i mean you guys have google google it um check it out so we asked you guys to kind of think about some stuff yeah. in the entertainment and movie think, thing yes, no i thought of yeah so <laughs> she's like i took my homework like, like, listen i <laughs> i never do my homework it's uh, totally fine yeah um but we're gonna talk about let's talk about uh, a female character from a movie or tv show that defined you as like young tweens adolescent babies what you know like what females were you like oh my god yes this is perfect for me well, so mine is more like an aspirational kind of Love it. thing. But when I was younger, I somewhat obsessively watched the movie 13 Going on 30. Amazing. Um, <laughs> Wait, never partially, partially because it was one of like 10 DVDs we had in my house. We didn't have cable. So like if I wanted wow. to watch a movie, it was very limited. Um, but I loved it because she was like kind of a nerdy girl, pre-teens, you know, yeah. like going through awkward puberty. And then she like becomes, you know, in... She bursts into a woman. Yes. And she's like living in New York City, like killing it, super fashionable, super hot. Like, and, but then ends up with like her high school sweetheart. And I was like, ugh, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, an unproblematic face. Unproblematic face. Yes. Now he's the Hulk. Love it. So like you always had a New York City thing. Yeah. I always knew I wanted to live in New York City. Oh, same. Oh my God. Um, and yeah, I just, I like the idea of like, Puberty is terrible, but like eventually you'll be 30 and it's gonna be amazing. And That's even today, so I'm like, sweet. I'm so excited. Yeah, about 30. I love it. It's gonna be amazing. Oh my I god. Like we'll see. I, 
Sorry, because I, so I asked my, so I thought of a book character, which maybe I'll tell you in a second, but then I, I was like, I had no thing to tell him to keep you. I asked my boyfriend, and he said, say Matilda, and I thought, oh, that's so awesome, because Matilda's pretty badass. Yeah, like, I she, love Matilda. And I was like, no, it's Ren Stevens from Even Stevens. Like, that's <laughs> Ren <laughs> Stevens, holy like, shit. I want to say it's Matilda, but it's definitely like, You kind of look like her, yeah, right? Yeah, Christy Carlson Romano. Well, and I feel like I was, like, high-strung on principle growing up. Like, do you know mm, what I mean? Uh-huh. I was like, it makes me a better person. For sure. Type a and insufferable. <laughs> okay. And I felt like that really yeah. spoke to me there, which is, I don't think it's a fun one, but I think if I'm being honest, yeah. I really it had in, It had influence, <laughs> influence on, on you, yeah. On your personality. Uh, yeah. I dig that. That's cool. I dig that too. I, yeah. I think that's amazing. Though. I think she's a badass. She is. So she she is. Like, props to yeah. Matilda, even though I don't identify. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. That's wonderful. Alex, what about you? Have what we ever done me? this on this podcast? No, I mean, we We've talked never... about the movies that made us. We have like a two-part uh, yeah. thing. You guys can go back and move. Yeah. Um, we have two episodes where we go through like all of the movies we were obsessed with as tweens that we like rented yeah. DVDs from the library and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know if I, I don't know if I talked about this movie in that context, mm-hmm. okay. but I mean, definitely a huge one for me was Moonstruck, like Cher in Moonstruck Word, uh-huh. was like a huge human and like Julia Roberts in just about anything. Mm, like the fair. both of them, like I just wanted big curly fucking hair <laughs> and I just wanted to be taken to the opera on a date. Like that was truly what like 13 year old me was like, I want to be a metropolitan mm. woman mm-hmm. and I want to date like a shiny rich guy who doesn't really have a personality, I right, guess. Right. Or, you know, I guess in Moonstruck, it's like the passionate freako. <laughs> like, right. Which is Nick Cage having a breakdown with a wooden hand. Um, sure. But, you know, yeah, I don't know. I was like obsessed with rom-coms and like the 90s and having big curly hair. Amen. So, yeah. So it was like those women for sure. Mm-hmm. You know. Word, yeah. I don't know. Makes sense. Um, Mine was definitely, I always had problems with that because they were not as many like black female characters mm-hmm. in movies on TV and stuff. So I would always like be like, I would never really identify as personally with them mm-hmm. as much as I would be like, oh, she's cool, you know? Yeah. I don't think I identified with those women. Sure. By the way. Fair, fair. <laughs> I'm yeah, just saying, yeah, yeah. like, I like love them. I am sure. But I was like, oh, yeah, exactly. I wasn't like, that's me. Like, yeah, I was just like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. Sure. Word, word. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, I mean, this is so rough now, but definitely Claire Huxtable was like a big influence on me, which is why everything is terrible now. Thank you. Right? It's It's not. not. I still love Felicia Rashad. She's She's still a hero. She is. And like, so I guess, yeah, there was that. I I definitely say Trinity from The Matrix. Oh, hell yeah. The first time I saw The Matrix, my life changed. Really? Really? Oh my god! So Sydney, Sydney, and I went to acting school together, right. and um, so yeah, we there was an assignment where we had to watch like a bunch of movies that was like this illustrates the hero's journey really well. So it was a weird mix. It yeah. was like The Wizard of Oz, The Matrix, Star Wars, what? and like one other weird random one. And I okay. was just like, hey! <laughs> but then I watched it. And was like, oh, it's just a really like clear through line of a main character yeah. like doing the thing. Sure. Um, you know. 
Yeah, but it was very, it was very funny. But that was like a childhood character for you. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I the watched Matrix. The Matrix way too young, <laughs> and I just remember I saw she was in like tiny, tiny sunglasses with slicked back hair and like all latex, and it's I was true. like, I'm obsessed with her, and I'm gonna be her when I grow up. I think it explains a lot about my own personal style today. Yes, um, <laughs> definitely. I still am trying to dress like Trinity. There's an episode of Broad City. Where she went to like a sex shop. Oh my god! And yes, got a full Trinity outfit. And I was like, "Am I doing that tomorrow?" Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I think I might. <laughs> and but then it like gets stuck to her skin. By the I end know. Of the episode. And it like <laughs> as she's walking, it like makes noise. It's very funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, have you guys seen anything recently that you're like dying to chat about, or think um, that it was way too overrated and people were bugging mm. or whatever? Let's see. Any movies and TV? On your brain. I've been uh, catching up with the new season of Drag Race. Amazing. Oh, amazing. I watch, I am behind on okay. this season, mm. but I have watched, I have watched, I think like the first two, three episodes. Okay. But you watch yeah. it in general? Yes. Mm-hmm. So the most recent episode was A Freesicle. Oh. And I always love the like. What? Do you, do you watch? Yes. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She's like, I don't know your life. <laughs> Whatever. You. Yes, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Fine. I thought yeah. it was Nico that was always watching it. Well, um, watching it regularly. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, so it was a musical, and I always love the musicals because it's like they do big, full musical. They're lip syncing it. There's big dance numbers, but I always like to think of like because it's not them singing, right? It's like right. pre-recorded. I'm, I want to know who those women are who are like in the mm. sound booth, like yes. Word, these yes. really bizarro lyrics. It's like, so like, real. Who's writing this music? Because it's right. that's so true. Funny. That's like, it's it's not the musical. It's not real. So yeah. Funny. And yeah. That's awesome. That's amazing. I just watched The Good Girls on Netflix. Oh I was yeah. Like, wasn't thinking I was gonna like. Like I was feeling the like The Good Girls. Yeah, but it's it's like Retta. I'm terrible with names, so she's the one. But it's I know the other people. It's Anne from Arrested Development. Uh, yes. Hendrix isn't too. She she's is she from Mad Men? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So three of them are the principal characters, and it's like mm-hmm. basically like they get involved in crime. Oh, is that um, a movie? They're like moms, a right? It's a series. They, yes, they're all moms. Yeah. Oh, I have seen. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, oh my God, the two, the two white women are sisters and Reda's just like their friend and they like mm-hmm. all have kids together and like they just live in this sort of thing and then they both, like they, all three of them for individual reasons need mm-hmm. more money. And I love it. My boyfriend was out of town and I honestly, like I had this moment where I was like, watch all the covers that have just girls on them because he won't care if you want. <laughs> 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 um, but I ended up really liking it. I thought it was like very funny and also, I cried. Oh, like, I, I totally recommend it. Really oh, yeah. cool. Because I thought it ended up being good. I feel like this is like hard not to like. Is anyone else just constantly thinking about like income inequality right now? Hell yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like. Hell yeah. It's all that's on my mind recently. Mm. Um, and I felt like this show, while like being funny and like sort of having all that stuff. Was about income inequality. Like, right. that felt like what it was that's about. That's cool. For me. Yeah, that's dope. And about how, like, women get fucked or not. Or, like, right. You know, and I just, like, ended up, I really wasn't expecting wow. to go into it and watch, yeah. like, the whole 10 episodes, like, while he was gone. That's <laughs> so fun. And, like, here then, I was like, I wait till Josh comes back because, you know what? Like, fuck it. There's women in it. He's going to like it anyway. And then I was like, no, too bad. I'm finishing. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually highly recommend. That was oh, my fun. gosh. Yeah, wow. Okay. It's great. Is that, an, is that a Netflix original? Mm. I think so. Okay. Okay. Yes, I also watched. 
watched, and this one I can't recommend quite as much. They also had another like new moms Canadian one. Oh, I saw that. It's like it's like something about that like moms, and then she's like the cover is like a woman looking at like a bunch of dildos in a cu- in a cupboard yeah, or something. Hilarious. Yeah, it basically it's like <laughs> is that like, right? Like I don't remember seeing that, but I oh, okay. believe that it could. Be they that. change covers like every. It's yeah, it's yeah, well, it's personalized. Like There's an algorithm. It what? Yeah, it's yeah, personalized. They're testing yeah. it against different people, and then if more yeah. people, like more people see that Buzzfeed's doing it too. And they do it based on like who you are, your demographics, your gender. It's all. How it's all. Dare it's you. terrifying. Yeah. They're listening. But that one I didn't like as much, but also like liked. But wouldn't. What was that one called? New moms. Or it's something? like is it? It's like bad moms. No. No. Although that is another show. I think it's something like that. I think it's new working moms. Working, working moms. moms. Oh, okay. I see that. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like that subconsciously. I went from working moms to bad. Moms. <laughs> Ooh. I don't like that. I'm gonna have to unpack that in the quiet of my room and just be like, nope. <laughs> Let's unlearn that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that, cool. those are some those are some titles. Yeah, definitely. I gotta, yeah, I gotta good catch girls, up through, huh? and I gotta yeah. watch Good Girls. I suppose. Word. Great. Yeah, I I recently watched all of. Sex Education, which yeah. people have been on my case to yeah. watch for quite a while. Yeah. And so I finally got down to the list and was like, oh, finally I have time to watch Sex Education. Yeah. And I really fucking enjoyed it. Mostly because I really enjoy British things. True. Um, yeah. And like, <laughs> um, that's it. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think it was like, it's really funny. It's weird. Um, I Maeve is like essentially me but i wasn't Word. that poor like my you yeah. know my parents didn't struggle with addiction or anything like that sure. it was just like i dress like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i was a little bit poorer than everybody i went to school with and that you know I, so i identify a tiny bit um but yeah we were saying we were just talking before we got on the mics the old horn here is that what do they call it? the horn is the phone uh, the phone, yeah. Why? Because it was. It, it used, used to, to be just like a fucking horn. Good lord. What about Mary Poppins? When he gets on the that's where I picture the old phones when he sets it yeah. down. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> before we were on these microphones, yeah. <laughs> you were saying that you don't think it. You're like it's not realistic. Which well, it's I agree. To me, like when it started off, I was like, oh yeah, it's like kind of relatable. Right. But then it was just like, oh no, these are all like they're having so much sex. They're having like, good sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true. You, yeah. And then the, like, in your the, teens, the line was yeah. drawn yeah. when they introduced the lesbian character, and she like was not only had one person have sex with, but two. She found two women in this, like, small British town. And I was like, that's just unrealistic. I don't. Fair. That's fair. I will say, like, there is, there is an element, there's a part of my brain that went, like, oh, this is based off of, like, a story from that was supposed to be set in like college, but then they decided mm. to set it in high school or something yeah. like that. Fair, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it, makes, yeah. it would make more sense to me if they were in a college, college or, they were, makes a lot more or sense. they were in like a big dorming school. You know boarding what I mean? If they, if they all lived, you know what I mean? British boarding school. Yeah. This would be a hundred percent believable. All right. Like I just, I don't know. I felt like that would make more sense, but like, and also it's like always sunny, even though it's set in Britain, the which doesn't cl- make any goddamn she, sense. The, literally <laughs> the first episode I've watched, I've watched some of it also with her, but she's already seen it. And literally it started. We're like, that's nice weather. That's not. It was real. shot in the like, summer so they could yeah. use the school for cheap. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> But I still found it to be just, like, a fun exploration of, like, our generation's take on sex Mm -hmm. a little bit more. I feel like 
I, I, I apologized when I told this to Alex because I feel like everybody's saying this right now, but like in the Me Too era, like I feel like we're talking about sex on television in a, a very, very different way. Yeah, oh, in a, yeah. I, I would say better for now, better yeah. um, than we were before with stuff like Broad City. I think we did. Yeah. Did we discuss this on the podcast? We did. Time? We were talking about Pen Fifteen we were and about Pen like 15, yeah. and female masturbation yeah. and how that's sort of become less of, I mean, it's still like a weird like thing yeah, that they're all talking freaks. about in during press for Pen15. Yeah. Like, the third episode's about girls touching themselves. Yeah. And I was like, every, like, come on. Yeah. yeah. When we were 13, we were like, okay, that's not a big deal anymore. Like, can right. we fucking relax? Yeah. But it seems to be still an issue in the media, except for like places like Broad City yeah. and like yeah. certain, there are certain shows that are now going like, no, well, it's I fine. I say, and like, I know we all hate her now, but like, that's what girls did. Like, true. True. No, that's true. true. That's that, true. That also helped it big in yeah. a ton. Yeah. I remember the yeah. tiny furniture even. I remember watching that and then just being like, oh my God, this is the first time I feel like I'm seeing the sex I'm having on TV. Absolutely. Yeah. That's fair. I like, feel that way about Insecure as well. Insecure, that yes. That one scene where definitely. she like, took the batteries out of her smoke detector yeah. to put <laughs> vibrator I'm like oh my god <laughs> it's so true yeah, yeah. Right. oh my god I started insecure when I was I had just broken up with my boyfriend because I was dating that financing guy and he had like was having a life down meltdown and like lost his mm. job and was moving to Thailand because like Whoa. his finance job there's a lot of fucking money wow and I, I started insecure then when like she's breaking up with Lawrence yeah right I never felt so weird this at a weird time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funny. Like, this lines up too I well. love that. I was like, oh, I feel weirdly seen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I feel like we're seeing a lot more of that, thankfully, now that there are female content creators. Yeah, absolutely. Like, when there are women in the writer's room, mm-hmm. they're actually going like, no, no, no. We we all touch ourselves too. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. And it can be funny. No. So, so, I, so I did just briefly do this feminist porn article for work, and I like to do this roundup of like you know the porn makers that are like porn pay for your porn is my PSA. Okay. Um, but mm-hmm. Cindy okay. Gallup runs this very cool thing called Make Love Not Porn, and it's all like real sex videos. Mm-hmm. But like unlike like 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 what is the one you porn that is that mm-hmm. they're all getting paid, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're getting split profit with like the people, but it's great because it's it's basically just like this. It's very voyeuristic. It's like these middle aged like funky people having like their normal fucking sex on camera for you. Uh-huh. They reject stage videos from the site. Like you can't uh-huh. get them listed. Um, it's very interesting. But when she talks about why she found it, she was like, so basically, I got divorced and I started fucking younger men. And I realized that none of them had seen realistic sex, and that's mm. why they were bad in bed. You weren't. So wow. Like, real sex <laughs> yeah. to improve people's, like, actual right. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> but, like, and that's the thing. Like, it's, it's right. so funny. Like, I don't know. I feel like... Oh, okay. Is that right? Everybody's yes. good? Everybody's good? Yeah. It was... Yeah. Charging cord it's fine. <laughs> um, this is a raw podcast. We leave it all in. Yeah. Um, but, but I feel like... I feel like there's a set... And maybe... I mean, maybe... The, like this kind of media hopefully helps the younger generation but I feel like now we're we're just sort of on the cusp where we're like unlearning bad habits like definitely. that because yes. there's definitely times when you're fucking someone and you're like okay this kid thinks he's in a fucking porn mm. and that's not what's happening right now <laughs> what are you doing yeah. like, why are you three quartered turned out right now who are you turning <laughs> out for <laughs> you gotta catch the light <laughs> 
<laughs> like, what, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, what? why be performative in this most private moment? Yeah. yeah. Who are you performing oh for? Oh, my God. I had no idea that's what I did this guy for, like, six months. It was, like, this, like, super cross-fitty, like, he, like, ran ultra-marathons for literally, like, hundreds of miles. Whoa. Insane. Dang. And I was, like, very flexible. I mean, like, I'm not athletic, but I am very flexible. And it was, like, we just had all this very, like... Of course, like, yeah, if you zoomed out and took a picture of this sex, it'd be cool, but, like, no one's gonna come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Word. He's just proving his muscles, and I'm proving I can stretch. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, where are we, we're not, go- we're not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, this is great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. yeah, but I think, I don't know, I'm hoping that, like, our media will help influence the culture in that way where it's like, if we get more comfortable talking about it, hopefully mm-hmm. then we can yeah. talk about it with our partners as well and be True. like, hey, Holmes, no. Right. You <laughs> know what I mean? Or like, you know what's great? Something super simple like this, you know? It doesn't have to, we don't have to fucking reinvent the wheel, yeah. you know, yeah. half the time. I don't know. I think, it, yeah, it is It is interesting in mm-hmm. the whole Me Too era. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Me Too era. I, it's like, it's so weird to say. Like, I, I mean... Our first episode, our first episode, second episode on the podcast, mm. I proudly, loudly declared oh, yeah. that Me Too was going to be a thing that was over in a week and it mm-hmm. was needlessly traumatizing everyone mm-hmm. on the internet because mm-hmm. I didn't think anything was going to mm-hmm. happen from it. Mm-hmm. It's not what happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, I Listen, I have the right to be absolutely wrong, okay? <laughs> I, I reserve that right. Um, but yeah, I think that like it has seeped into a lot of different corners. Yeah, and as much sure. as men are fucking whining, yeah. like we're finally getting a little bit of like, a little bit of a, a change in direction. I'm Definitely. hoping that it's not just superficial. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, we'll see. I think if we are able to keep it in the zeitgeist and actually turn like sort of, I feel like, I don't know. It, I, I don't want to knock outrage in general because it can be good but I think if we can like actually have productive conversations within the outrage you know yeah. that that we can make actual change you know yeah and uh, and a lot of it is like butts and seats butts and seats you know like if you like Jordan Peele we like we just saw us Sydney you said you just saw us Leah I hear you're not gonna see it at all <laughs> right I'm too much of a coward it's scary <laughs> fine it's it's scary yeah can we just do disclaimer no, is, like, that movie's scary it is deeply fucking a horror movie yeah. and everybody who says yeah. it's not is a liar <laughs> she's just like nope I feel, like, I feel like Get Out to me actually didn't feel that horror movie yeah like, I yeah. feel like it was insipidly scary it yes, was like a, exactly. it was a thriller yeah it was a thriller yeah. had like oh yes. this was a horror movie this was it's like like, yeah, the whole like idea. I was, I've always, I had dreams. I, I haven't had one recently, thank God. Yeah. But I used to have dreams where like my reflection in the mirror was like not me, or mm-hmm. I, I would turn and the mirror would be making a face or like not looking at me. Or like there's been a couple where it, she didn't have eyes, you know? So that's like a <laughs> right. true nightmare of mine yeah. and yeah. A, apparently a deep seated fear. Um, <laughs> so like there's like a like the stuff like there's fun house there's doppelgangers like Jordan Peele has said that it's like the idea of he always had this image of like he'd look across a train platform and it would be him and like he would smile at himself like that's when he was living in New York (laughs) yeah right yeah it's awful and like I mean he references like Kubrick and Hitchcock and like Wes Craven in like and and Wes Craven did like Nightmare on Elm Street and like Scream Mm -hmm. so it was like 
these true horror directors. Yeah. He's yeah. taking images from like the scariest details mm-hmm. of those movies yes. and then shoving them all into but, like, his there movie. Was a lot of laughter in your theater. My theater had a lot of laughter. Oh I was yeah. Surprised. Yeah. 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 I mean, there were really funny parts in it, and also I think when you're at that level of tense for that long it's got to erupt somehow. You're either yes. going to scream or you're going to laugh or you're going to cry True. or something. Yeah. Yeah. I once went to a play that was like about school shooting. Oh, um, Columbinus. School... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no, fuck no. that play. It was at the public. What was it oh, called? Okay. I forget what it's called. But it's like on a college campus, I think. Oh, okay. Um, and there's, it's like one of these, the, the teacher is worried about the students so she has them in for a meeting and it ends different ways depending on like, how it happens, like, the conversation, you know, sometimes he'll go to his bag, and, like, he shoots her, or, like, he'll go to the bag, and she says something different, and that time he doesn't shoot her right then, and so it kind of, like, but it keeps ending with a shooting, and then it kind of black out, and it's, like, we're back at the scene, like, back Mm. in time, what else, what if he hadn't shot her at that moment? Oh, so it shows you each of the alternative endings? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or, so I guess it's more, like, yeah, if he shot her at that moment, like, or if he didn't shoot her at that moment, what what, would happen happen next? Wow. Um, and about Jesus after like the Christ, second time yeah. that it happened, like it went black, and the whole audience just like laughed because it was just like so, so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and everyone was like moment of relief, like oh my gosh. <laughs> I remember. Okay, so this is like a really specific Tish memory, mm. and I don't know if y'all remember, but we screened like a Fellini film mm. or something, mm. and it was this weird old timey yes. rape scene. And it was, it was the Bergman. Act- and it was Bergman. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was like a Bergman film where there was this like attack and like attempted rape scene, but like the acting was really bad. It was very bad. And it was weird. And I don't think anybody was like ready to unpack a Bergman film. And no. we were all like, it was like early on in our it was like very early. And it was that big lecture class. Yeah, it was a big lecture class. Everybody was still trying to be cool around each other. Like everybody felt awkward and tense. And this happened, and nobody, I don't think anybody knew, like, why we were watching this film. And so everybody just kind of started like, talking They would just, like, sit laughing. us down and, like, put on, like, four little girls. Like, that Spike Lee movie about the yes. bombing, and we're all like, what? We're like, what's going <laughs> like, on? Everybody, and the thing is, like, everybody laughed, and then we went into our, like, we split up into our, like, colloquiums yeah. and stuff, and I remember just getting reamed out. We did, by, like, yeah. All the every teachers, single like, one. Every single yeah. teacher was like, what is wrong with you? You guys are fucking assholes. Yeah. You were laughing at an attempted rape. Yeah. You guys have no moral background. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And this is Bergman and it's high art and how dare you. And I was like, first of all, the acting was bad. Yeah. I don't care how genius Bergman was. Acting that was great in the 40s isn't always great now. A popular opinion. Bergman ain't that great. Okay. <laughs> Same. But also, like, if, you, if you're some, you know weird film guy who's sure. teaching me something, I'm not going to convince you that Bergman's right. not my That's favorite fair. thing yeah. in the world. You believe that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a, a true part of your identity, yeah. so I'm just going to leave it, you know? But I was like, A, the acting's not that great, and B, mm. like, everybody was tense and confused as to why mm. we were watching out of context yeah. an attempted yeah. rape scene. Right. Why are you showing us this? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah. And we're all fucking 18 years yeah. old and trying to be cool around each other and not trying to engage with how serious and fucked this it's is true. right now. Right. So yeah, we laughed because we were tense. Also, yeah. like, you react how you react. Like, that's how the... Like, I think that, like, it speaks to showing you something yeah. out of context. Like, I think 
there is no point in showing anybody anything serious until you show them something a little bit funny and like their heart is opened up and then like then they'll eat the serious thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if you just start in with a serious thing, like you receive that how you receive that. There's no correct, no one prepped you, no one made you ready. Right. Yeah. 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 Like we, I think, I think we had watched maybe the beginning part of the film or something and they like turned the film off after people started laughing and got, they did. Like, and got mad right in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, don't you understand, like, none of us liked this. No. You could feel it in the room that as we were watching it, we were not on board. No. We were all half watching it, half on our phones. No one was actually paying attention or engaging with the material. So tell me why you think it's worth, like, engaging with. Don't mm-hmm. sit there and scream at me that I'm wrong. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. really weird. And yeah. I think about that, like, a lot, Word, really. I don't know why, but, like, there was something about that that I found, like, really... Because I was, I was one of the people that laughed. Because I was like, the fuck am I Mm-hmm. What yeah. is going on here? Yeah. Like, and clearly, I don't know, there was something about the way it was written where I was like, this didn't need to happen. No, it definitely It was didn't. very forced. It was one of those, like, we need a plot point. Let's have her almost get raped. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where it's like, what the fuck, yeah. Yeah. man? Right. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I just think about that a lot. And yeah. I, like, kind of wonder about, like, moments when... And an audience is on a different page than yeah. who's on stage. That's very, that's you very know? interesting. It's weird. Yeah. But I feel like Jordan is way more masterful when it comes to knowing Jordan. P- I said Jordan like I fucking know him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jordan. Anyway. Yeah. OJ. Love him. Um, no, but like Jordan Peele, I feel like he wants you to have an out loud reaction and is down with it being multiple things. Oh, I think it was funny. Of you know? For sure. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, the whole point of like the, the naming of Get Out was perfect because the entire movie, yeah. you're sitting in your seat at the theater yelling, Get Out! Like, get right. the fuck out, man. Like, right. that's the whole point. Yeah. Um, well, I think he just did very funny actors this time around, too. I was like, that's a solid. Like, Winston just, Duke is. A, I love Winston he's Duke hilarious. so much. Yes, I want to say, he was just really fucking funny. Well, even oh, as Mbaku. Like he was so in perfect. Black Panther. He was like he's one of my very funny, if not my favorite character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Black Panther. Right? No, he was fully hilarious. I was like, oh, his physical acting is just like yeah. So I will admit, I didn't love the storyline. I had like, I was not. Oh, it didn't feel super complete to me, but I thought the acting was like killer and on point. And I was like, I was very down for like the first like two thirds or so. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was, like, I don't really get. Oh, I'm not gonna find out where it's going. <laughs> like, I, I see. Kind of like uh-huh. you wanted more of like a tie up at the end. I guess how spoiler are we? We're not gonna go too spoilery. I didn't get the overall purpose. Like, okay. I just, like, oh, okay. I, get, I was like, I don't understand what like what the showing up to do. like it felt to me like what I thought was the original purpose was accomplishable and should have been accomplished. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Like. Okay. I. Man, I really didn't hate it. Like I didn't. I liked Get Out a lot more, though. I will okay. say that's fair. That's, that's totally that's fair. fair. Yeah, I liked Get Out a lot more. Yeah, and, and I thought the acting was incredible, and like the writing was very funny. Like I'm definitely not sure. Go see this movie. Yeah, right. but it wasn't quite. I didn't feel fully satisfied the way I was hoping to be. But sure. Like, more. was it fair kind enough. of a thing like where the whole project came from? Was that? Like the issue, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> trying real hard. Very good. Yeah, like, like, well, so much. I, know, I, mean, I kind of felt like that was wrapped up. I felt like we got an origin story. Like, okay. Like, yeah. So okay, okay, right. like, that's I, true. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we did get an origin story. I just didn't. The, like the plan didn't seem to be a plan to me. Like, okay, I, I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Like, well, I get it now. They're trying to accomplish. Like, what, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To what end? To what end? To what end? I to what end. Okay. Okay. Fair. I, there is also. We got there. I will we got say there. there is. I saw an article. Okay. Mm. I saw an article that was like, 
he is possibly who's who's that guy who did like glass and like split or something oh, like Shyamalan. Yeah. 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 So it was like a trilogy without telling you it was a trilogy, and he told you later. I'd buy that. Jordan Peele, they were like, is this, is that what's happening here? And he said, and like literally the guy writing the article said, with a twinkle in his eye, he said, you never know. Or something like that. Jordan. Yeah, that like this is possibly all in the same universe. Oh my God. This is all possible in the same world. And then whatever he's working on next, which is apparently a follow up to Candyman because he keeps wearing bees in his press junket stuff which is a reference to the Candyman, and he's doing a sequel to that I'm next gonna, I'm and gonna, i'm gonna, I'm gonna cry something. like this is he also wild. dressed up like um jack nicholson's character from the shining jack for, torrance in a in an interview and someone finally caught it on twitter and he Ugh. like retweeted and was like yep that's what i was doing <laughs> he is what he oh wore like a freddy krueger scarf to the howard screening that they did because one of the characters wears a howard sweatshirt like the whole movie yeah and so they screened it at howard which nice. is nice of him amazing um and yeah he like wore a, like the freddy krueger stripes on a scarf that he was wearing to that and like lots of stuff yeah like he's he's just like he's a gigantic nerd and yeah. i love that so That's much true. he is definitely he's a yeah. huge horror nerd just like tarantino is like a huge b film nerd yeah you know what I mean? like he just he knows everything about yeah. that genre and yeah. he's gonna throw as much into his movies as you can pick out yeah mm-hmm. true <laughs> Have you guys seen the trailer for uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No. Yeah. That's the new, new that's the ninth trailer. That's the ninth Tarantino film. And it's basically, it looks like a love letter to stunt doubles. Yeah, definitely. Didn't he say he was only going to do 10? Yes. That's why I think he's saying it's a ninth. Because I think he wants to be a playwright next. Word, okay. Which makes sense if you've seen, really? if Hateful, you've seen Eight. Hateful Eight, yeah. it's a play. That is true. It's in one. That is true, yeah. It's in one. Didn't he space. write it to be a play? And then he was like, mm. He wrote it and then he did a reading of it as gotcha. a play. Gotcha. There's too many that's fair yeah he's gonna have to he's gonna have to adapt like i think he's Word. gonna have a couple of and the theater is an unforgiving place yeah i think that he's gonna have to deal with previews and people mm-hmm. being like what the fuck no yeah yeah that's hokey that's hacky because i think a lot of the stuff that he does it's gonna be too hacky to be on stage right. but i also don't doubt that he can write a play where there's just like two men sitting at a table the Which whole time. Sure. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's. <laughs> You're absolutely right, though. Like, it's like, have you seen um, Rooms where he's got, like, one of the rooms? That's another, like, it's an old Tarantino. Sorry. That's, like, a play. Like, very much. It's like you each. What is it? The, it's the, the, they're all in a hotel, and it's like four different directors, and each of them room in the hotel. Oh, like, right. Like, going through all the rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Room. Oh, okay. What? Like, I've never seen this. How could I have not yeah. seen it? You sound like a Tarantino character. <laughs> but it's like it's very much like you're right. Like guys sitting around talking, playing cards. Like yeah, yeah. like Word. I could totally see. I mean, all of Pulp Fiction is various guys having conversations, and then like couple people get shot and that's like, right that's well and the thing is like and i was like all oh, the lovely romance and he's like oh yeah i didn't write that part and i was like that makes sense right yeah. <laughs> he wrote all the other parts yeah 
He wrote um, the part where the guy gets shot while sitting on the toilet. Like, yeah, yeah. That he sense. wrote that part. He wrote the fake Bible quote. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. He wrote that shit. The whole conversation his, about a royale with his Jews. co-writer like, wrote the parts where sense. it was like these. This couple is having a romantic relationship. He's like, I don't know what that is. I don't know how to write women. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are other women. Yeah, he, you know, that's yeah. Okay. He he. But it's like, who's the stunt double? It's Leo DiCaprio is the movie star, and then Brad Pitt is the fucking. They're stunt like, he's double. so ugly. And everyone's well, like, mm, no. Oh, Brad Pitt. He's the hardened stunt double. I'm like, shut the fuck no, up. They put like a prosthetic on him and like gave him a bruise and they're like, oh shit. Oh, man. Uh, he's he's grown. Grown. Him. Like, <laughs> Although Bruce Lee is in it. And that's that, true. That's right. There's that like, looks fun. It's a very funny yeah. scene in the trailer. He's like, my hands are lethal weapons. And they're registered <laughs> lethal weapons. If yeah. like if I hurt you, it would be It'd a felony. Be a felony. And he's like, I mean, he hurting like, anyone would be a felony. Yeah. <laughs> and then they fight. It's great. It looks it looks very fun. I think it'll be silly, just like all of his movies. Are. Can I theorize yes. what's going to happen in Kill Bill Three? Because I think that's going to be his last film. Oh, that makes sense. Part three. And then we're also going to find out that the Kill Bills really were the whole universe the whole time. Oh my god! Oh, yes, yeah. that's <laughs> so true. It's yeah. like all in it. Oh my god! Oh my god. A myth. Okay, it's the it's the timeline where Hitler got shot by the bear Jew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was random shit went down. Um, Um, But, so my theory is, do you remember in the very beginning when the bride kills Black Mamba in the Mm -hmm. beginning and she, um, there's that little girl, her her little girl. Oh, yes, we've talked about this. Right? Yeah. Her daughter. Her daughter. daughter. And the bride says, when you're old enough, come find me. And I feel like it's going to be. She's going to do that. Yeah. Because that's the but best. But I think it's going to be, and it's going to be one of those old school kung fu things where yes. she becomes her, ma- yeah. like her master. Exactly. Even though she's the one who killed her mother. Right. And then she has to kill, she has her, to kill her in the end Which or is like, honestly, to I think become the, the master yeah. herself. And yeah. I think that's actually a great ending for the cool. bride. Yeah. I think too. that's how she has to go. You know? I think that would make sense. Yeah. I mean, like, you're not going to start humanizing her. So you got to, like, make her another version. <laughs> it's like yeah. the whole, yeah, it's the whole, like, grasshopper kung fu thing Thing. trope yeah trope and then he'll like kill himself off in it or something because it'll be like he'll be like it's my end of cinema because he's always in it he's always in it saying the n-word shit being the same (laughs) y'all have to see everyone who's listening to this has to see uh there's an interview he did with bet that's honestly the most uncomfortable i've ever felt in my natural life (laughs) in 25 years of being alive i and it was the worst he had this like weird black scent but it like wasn't even a black scent like it was like me this and it's the it Yes. It's the worst thing ever. That, and it's also, like, him, like, with his face and, like, his, like, voice and all that shit. Yep. He brings oh, all of it. Oh, man. Yes. And, like, the hosts are like, what are you, why are you talking like that? It's, like, not even offensive because it's so bad, you know? It's just so weird. Yeah. Um, like his true social awkwardness has manifested. Just in, like, yeah. this strange, and he's, it's so weird. But also, I'm like, I could totally see, because he always says, like, well, I just grew up around, like, only black people, and, like, I was just, like, such a weird white kid, and I tried so hard to fit in, and everyone was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. And I could totally see that. Yeah. Like him being it makes so much sense. being like six and being yeah. like, oh, me too. And they're like, shut up. Yeah. What? <laughs> Your name's Quentin. Get away from me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's just like, and he just goes like, oh, okay. And then went and watched a movie instead of talking to people yeah. for like 20 years Gosh, of his like life. Every <laughs> yeah. bad Western ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, okay, so now all I have yes. is all the movies I've seen for 20 years and uh, memories of people being allowed to say the N-word. Exactly. <laughs> if I just combine it. <laughs> I really we think just that's figured it out. 
Yeah, 100%. Uh, um, it's fine. Sam Jackson has now officially repaired his relationship with Spike Lee, so that's all racism that is over. Racism is over. Why was it broken? I because uh, Sam Jackson did a lot of Tarantino mm-hmm. and stood up for him very publicly when yeah. Spike Lee was just like, fuck Quentin Tarantino. Um, and uh, But they, they're they like cool now. And yeah. he presented he presented. I don't Sam know that Jackson. Spike and Quentin are cool, but like no, they've not. stopped publicly feuding. Yeah, I think they're just old. I think, well, <laughs> I think they're old and tired of <laughs> yeah. it. And also they stopped making... Like the same movies. That's true. They both. Because I think both that was evolved. a huge. That was a huge thing. I think they were just like both making really similar movies that were both equally as edgy in their time. Yeah. yeah. And Spike was pissed that he was like being successful at it, but not being black. Right. I think sure. that that was part of it because he was also he was telling black stories and like not being black. And right. Like, right. Fuck me. Well, and I do think that's it's, my job. Right. That's <laughs> you know? fair. And I do think it's a problem. Like watching yeah. that one scene in in Pulp Fiction is like Huge not issue. cool. Like you know, like when he's um. It's like Quentin Tarantino be like, there's no sign on my door that says dead nigger storage. Like, right. I'm still like, mm, no, yeah. that's not cool. You right. know? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, there's like no reason. Had, he had, yeah, like he had credence. Like, but yeah. He had legs to stand on in his, in his. Yeah. But I think also like Spike Lee wasn't about to make like a snowy Western. No, and so I think he not. also was like, it would be so all right, bad. well, you know what I mean? I think he was just kind of like. I, would, I mean, who, here's the thing. Who wouldn't? We would all watch it, but it would be a disaster. It would be weird. Yeah. Um, you could not watch it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone would have like an afro. I was about to say. But it's like a western. Yeah. And they're like in the. They've they would have like their all afro pics hanging out of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Spike Lee people make a snowy in, western. Is, I think what we're saying. Yeah. Set in the 80s for yeah. some reason. People are, people are still wearing linen <laughs> pants. Yeah. They're wearing linen pants and dashikis, but it's also a snowy western. It's all like, Motown for some reason. Some reason. <laughs> like, um, I love this. We suffered scary. through quite a lot of snowy westerns for a while there. Why? I don't know. Why was everybody trying to make a snowy western for a uh-huh. second there? You guys remember? That was weird. <laughs> I mean, it was Django and it was mm-hmm. Hateful Eight. I mean, those were both oh, we're Tarantino. A lot of Tarantino. <laughs> Tarantino yeah. wanted to make snowy those both. Ha- those both happened, but also the Revenant. Oh, was yeah, happening, right. and then there was yeah, me same. I was like, oh, I don't need to suffer that much in a movie. Um, then there was a, there was another one that was mm. happening around that same time too. Mm-hmm. I just remember True Grit. True Grit. Oh, and the yeah. that around um oh my god, No Country for Old Men also. Oh shit, you're it. right. There will be blood even. Yeah, they were all in the Huh, this is weird. It's kind of weird. 310 to Yuma. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I think Westworld, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't seen that. I know. Everybody cool. bothered me to see it for too long, and then I just stopped. Not watching. worth it, you said? Ooh. Okay. Hot yes. take. Hot yeah, take. Hot take. Season one is worth it. Season two. Okay. I, not. Yeah, I started season two, and I couldn't get into it. But season one was really great. Yeah. Okay. okay. I feel like, fuck you, I should be able to understand it a little bit about season two. It's kind of like... Also, and it's yeah. hard, too, because it's such a complex show that confusing like who's real who's not i don't understand Mm. anything anymore yeah and they just like i think my theory is they like really do know what's gonna happen in season three and they like really don't did know what was gonna happen in season one and then they like just tried to like pull a second season out of their ass i could be wrong Mm. but it felt like a lot of very like like they wanted to just jump to what they were gonna do in season three they know how to end it but they don't know how to get there yeah like it seemed like Mm. a lot of uh, like not to be this person, but like you know how Game of Thrones has become very set PC. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean. Like, similarly, I felt about it. Interesting. Like, yeah. Mm. But also, it was just so compelling. Like, I was just 
truly, truly ran out of the ability to follow it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, if you have to have, like, your phone out to Google shit, like, it's oh, not wow. a Yeah, and Josh was like, yeah. so the creators do this thing where they release all the, like, information. You can read everything that's going to happen ahead of time for Westworld, basically, right? And, like, that's... That's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. And that was <laughs> Why? It's so fucking confusing. Oh. That was the Really. And that was Josh's argument for it. He was like, well, it's not annoying. You can't understand it because you can read everything. And I was like... I should not have to. No. Oh my god, Fair I shouldn't enough. have to. Ha- I shouldn't have to do homework for TV that I'm watching. How yeah. dare you? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Really? Hundred percent. No. I don't watch Housewives, but like that's embarrassing. Yes. To be honest. You watch your Housewives a lot. Oh my god. Love so it. <gasps> catfish just got a new new catfish on Hulu today. Ooh. Catfish like the show, the show, the show based catfish? on a movie. The show based on a movie. Yeah. Oh, which okay. I, both, I have like a really unhealthy relationship with both. So are you guys both like reality TV show heads? I have a real problem. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We became deeply obsessed with season one of Love Love Island, Island. which was filmed in like 2014 or 15 or something. Should I watch it? It's the British one. Yes. Yes. It's on Hulu. Listen, it's it's like Bachelor in Paradise, except crazier and British and sex on camera oh my and God, so much everybody well, wears a fanny pack that has their two. mic in it they don't even try to hide like oh my God, what, where yeah. the cameras are or and they're all smoking cigarettes like the whole time it's like a bunch of stuff they would never put on american television it's season so two is even you i know i'm i still watch it i'm still actively i just couldn't get it. on board with the season two people with the cast i don't know why i just i didn't i didn't sure. find someone to immediately root for and sure. okay i sure. fell asleep during a couple episodes that you were watching and yeah. now i'm behind <laughs> well Season yeah. two is crazy. Like, there's just sex in every Everywhere. every episode. It's like wild. The stuff that they show on national mm. television, and the entire you know? country is watching it in real time. Right? Yeah. You tune in every night, right? Yes, that's part of why I haven't. Because there's it's so much crazy. Content. There's so much. It's a lot. So it's long. Night. Yes, it's every week. It's every weeknight. For like six they, weeks. They, and, like a soap opera. It is, yeah. and every weeknight is that day's worth of oh, footage. Dumb. I'm gonna have to so it's it. in it's real great. time. So then, when when they have people from outside the house come in. The people outside the house are completely up to date on what's going on, yeah. which is like unlike The Bachelor, where they yeah. go like, "Hello, father, this is Charles. Isn't he yeah. lovely?" And they go like, "Yes." And then on Bachelor, unlike this fucking shit, they go like, "Look at this is Jeremy," and she's like, "Yeah, I saw that he was paired up with what's a face yeah. before that. <laughs> Didn't like that, now did I? You know what I mean?" Or it's like, "Oh shit," you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Because they do, and they do recaps like every Saturday for yeah. people who don't have the time to watch every <laughs> night of the week. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's wild. It's like and a cultural phenomenon over there, just really in the middle of the summer. It's literally, really, yeah. And like, we want to, we want to like watch go this. to England just to watch I it know. in real time. We're like, just like, we're gonna rent an Airbnb. Yeah, get there. We're gonna <laughs> just watch buy it. A, buy a television and live off ramen. Yeah, so we can do it in real time. I the Real Housewives, did you read this interview recently where the guy who does Real Housewives gave this interview recently where he was like, I'm just very excited we're going to have like the first daughter of a housewife one day and the first, and it is me <gasps> Oh my god. Oh, that's felt. crazy. That's wild. I, watched, I had Vinny come over and watch Housewives with me, but this is like, I'm really revealing. It's a problem. It's a big, I watch too much. <laughs> we got like one You're trying to convert in. other people? He asked, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking about it too he much. He wanted it. And he like, his face got like, he was like, it was so weird and then he like, halfway through he turned to me and he was like, this is uncanny. Like, it lives in the uncanny valley and I was like, I've never uh, actually heard a phrase so well, but that that really is what it is. Mm. Like, it's such a line between, I think it's fully staged, but they are just toying with these people's actual emotions, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right, right. So, like, it, I, I thought that so was New Jersey or New York? I'm, I'm a New Jersey, probably. Right. I'm New York. New York. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. This is different. There's okay. all different franchises, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, in New Jersey, this is why I watched so much of it. Now this is so much bigger. New York, one of the women goes to jail for like major financial crimes. Oh, in shit. Season seven. That's fun. Um, like she and her husband, like major financial crimes. To watch. And I knew this going in. <laughs> so when you watch it, it feels like you're just watching her like true crime develop in a weird. Whoa. Like, I always Whoa. Say that, like, that's crazy. That's real cool. Or something would be like a recutting of the Real Housewives as a true crime. Oh. Like, <laughs> that's so interesting. That's a great idea. Right. I want to see a movie about that. That would be so interesting. About, like, a family who's, like, on a reality show, but then they're also, like, committing crimes. Yeah. Maybe not even financial crimes, but, like, murdering people. And, I mean, that's what's so fun about murdering people. But, like, murdering people, yeah. Like, up it. Real Housewives is, like, yeah, like, it's real people. So, like, you see these news stories. Like, so the New York ones has Luann. And I read the headlines that, like, over Christmas she got arrested because she, like, beat up cops. Because <gasps> she was drunk. Yes. So then, like, <laughs> I, I was dying for some to come out so I could watch it happen. Yeah. And then, like, she goes to rehab, you know, and then she comes back and she's all like, I am now a saint. But then the reunion happens and Luann's not there because she fucked up. She's back in rehab. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's wild. Wow. equestrian therapy at the rehab and I just been complaining. Equestrian therapy? Okay, so my dad just, you like, ride horses? Rehab, um, and I don't work. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> Heading horses makes you not want to like do. It's great though because some of the housewives like throw shade. They're like, yeah, no wonder she's so relaxed. She just had like a month long vacation. I I love to just have like a team of people. Like literally, Carol says that. I have a team. Carol's my favorite. For my dad going to read. Oh my god. Wow, so funny. Well, I told you the last time we were hanging out, you were telling us that story. Yeah, you had just gotten back from like going to the specific like families talk to the rehab program of the people that are in it, and I was like. That needs to be a show or like yes. a fucking like play or something because it was hilarious oh, yeah. and insane. Oh, the yeah. things that they were like making you guys do. It's like oh, it's not your yeah. fucking fault yeah. or problem that you know somebody is dealing with something. You know, oh, I don't know. God. We did family sculpting where they move you around into a sculpture what? of like oh, it was everything. Like the drama therapy exercise. Oh, oh. I see. No one else. Got it, right? Right, but uh-huh. you were like, I have a degree in this. So I got <laughs> it. They're trying to get the addicts to set it up, and the addicts don't know what to do, and they're getting mad at the, it's like, three addicts, and, like, their families are all this program at this, like, awful Southern Baptist church in Texas that, like, oh my God. shouldn't be in anyway. Mm. And, um... At this point, my little brothers have stormed out, and they're oh. no longer, they won't be at the family rehab weekend, and they're having us do the sculpting. And the other two guys, everyone's getting mad at the therapist. They're like, it's so unclear what you want, like, because they've told them to, like, arrange everyone based on their emotions. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. They're, like, my emotion right now is being annoyed at you for making me do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got real confused. You tried to geographically organize us. <laughs> Aww. I know. I was like, oh, my art school degree makes me really qualified for rehab, is what I'm like. <laughs> Good. It's good to have Which, an alternative career plan. <laughs> That's so funny, but I feel like that like that story could be definitely a movie, a la like some of the vibes that I get from like the skeleton twins, like the mm, movies yeah. like that, like Paddleton. Have you seen Paddleton? No, but I seen Paddleton twins. Pal- Paddleton is a really sad movie. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> right? That movie is deeply, deeply sad. It's on Netflix. It's basically about nothing i mean it is about something it's about a man getting a 
an absolute devastating diagnosis that he's not going to last the next couple months. And um, it's with Ray Romano and Jay Duplass. I think it's Jay. Jay Duplass. Um, or maybe one of Mark. The, one of the brothers. Jay or Mark. One of them. And yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's just about him like getting that thing and being like, I'm going to take my own life instead. And it's going to be like an assisted suicide thing. Like mm. he gets a medication prescription and it's mm. him and Ray Romano. And the whole thing is sort of like a setup. Like you think there's going to be a twist and then there isn't. And mm-hmm. so it's just kind of really slow paced, chill, calm movie about like, this is some fucked up shit that happens every day and it's kind of funny and it's kind of sweet and it's just like well that's human being yeah Yeah. and i was like i feel like you gotta watch paddleton and then you gotta write this movie that's all i'm trying to say because i think it'll be more funny and interesting than the movie that i just watched because that just kind of made me really sad Uh, yeah i keep waiting for it to get funny i got back and i was like i'm in stand-up comedy and i was like i'm gonna write jokes about it and i was like you know what i have not waited it's the just time. true. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, yeah. I'm still a tragedy. Yeah. You yeah. definitely. I'll wait till I get to time. <laughs> yeah. Because it's tragedy plus time equals comedy. Right? Yeah. Or comedy right. plus time equals tragedy. I don't know. I think you can do that. I think it's. Oh. I'm bad at math. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Guess what? Do you, can you actually, Alex, do you have a watch on? Can you tell me what time it is? Oh, uh, it's time for the internet drunk. Oh, wow. Well. Um, <laughs> hey. We do this every Corny as <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're just happy we have a segment and we've stuck to it since the beginning. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. So what have you got? Have you guys found anything super fun on the internet recently that you'd like to shove into this junk drawer of things? So mine's not like super recent, but I doesn't matter. Yesterday I was reminded of this amazing video, which my roommate hadn't seen, so I was very pleased to show her. Um I don't think it has a title per se, but it's like this video compilation of this little baby that's getting unswaddled. So like the blanket's being taken off Aww. and every time she just like stretches it and puts her hands oh up my God. and it's like that put to music of like different pop songs that say like, put your hands up and it's just Aww. like, oh, oh my God, that's really sweet. <laughs> yeah. Is it like, is it, was it like a vine or was it like a, in the style of vine. Yeah. Okay. I think I saw it on What's that called? Now. TikTok? Is that the thing that the kids are using TikTok, now? TikTok, yes. That's, yes. that's like but, Vine, but not? It's longer? It's, wait, so that is a... That's a, a thing. Tr- that's a service? It's a service. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, what Cindy if it's now middle aged? <laughs> <laughs> that's a service? Like a yes, you mail in a form. They give you back a TikTok. It's an app much like Vine, and it's just called TikTok. Okay, I is it like a musically? I remember musically. Yeah, musically, it's similar, but it's like it's more free form than musically. Musically, it's like it has to be set to music right. and or like lip syncing something. Yeah. With TikTok, it's it's basically like Vine, except that it's longer. It's like ten seconds, where Vine was like six, I think, or something like that. Um, but you can, and it has a little more features where you can like combine yours with someone else's. Like you can kind of like make fun of someone else's in yours, kind of thing, or like put them together and be clever. Um, but yeah, that's what the young people are doing. They're TikToking yeah. instead of vining. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's TikTok. one of those things where it you can watch it like over, it's meant to kind of be watched over and over gotcha. in like a loop, but it doesn't automatically loop like Vine did, I don't think. No, I don't think I'm so not either. sure. I don't I don't know what the app interface looks like at all. But Neither yeah, do it's I. like a thing. I don't have it. No. Nah. Because I'm too, we're too old for that. <laughs> if you're older than twenty you're not allowed to have TikTok. Or Visco. 
What? Even this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't heard of TikTok. Here's the thing. I have a sister who is 20, and she's like, hi, you're bad at social media. And I'm like, oh my god, I am compared to you. Like, just a few years difference makes – Oh, that's how you know we're actually in New York City, guys. You hear that siren? Many sirens. Wow. Hope everyone's okay. Okay, my brother's not on top of it. He's 16. He's my only source. And he's not... He but he's not a girl, though. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Visco is, like, apparently similar to Tumblr. It's sort of like a mixture of Tumblr and Instagram. Okay. But it's only mobile. But it's very, like, it's visual-based. But also a lot of people have, like, text notes. So there's actually a lot of, like, little poets and writers, like, spreading their stuff on Visco. Like, apparently, she had a poem go, like, kind of viral on Visco, my sister, and so she set up a poetry Instagram, and she's like, I can't believe you write and don't have a writing Instagram. What's your problem? I'll help you set it up. And I was like, (laughs) I'm bad at this. I was like, but what if someone steals it? And she hasn't answered my question on that so far. Watermark that shit. Yeah, watermark that shit. But then I'm like, oh, sounds like such a process. (laughs) I'm just like, hmm, about all this. Um, instead, I'll just be unpopular. I don't know. But yeah, there's a lot of different apps that they're all, they're all still on Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. They all like ch- chat each other on Snapchat. Yeah, my little brother told me that he doesn't text, he just Snapchats. It's wild. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's what they do. And my sister had a, she was part of like a group Snapchat text. Uh-huh. I don't know. A group thing. Yeah. And um, <laughs> thread. I don't know. But um. <laughs> It was her whole dorm building. Oh, my God. So it was, like, fucking a hundred kids or some shit. <laughs> and they're all talking to each other and sending pics and being crazy and weird. Oh and I'm God. like, this is 100% the future. Yeah, and I'm scared of it. Wow. Yes, right? I'm, yeah. I'm ready to just be an old man and just, like, Me too. Oh, and just be, like, <laughs> go off the grid, Ron Swanson yeah. style. <laughs> oh, my God. We have a group. We're part of a group text of, like, maybe ten people. And we're like, wow, this constantly. is so big. Like, yeah, I can't <laughs> handle all of this, like, content. Like, yeah, right? Um, that is wild. Yeah, Snapchat. And they, they do streaks. Remember she was telling us about do. streaks? Oh, streaks. Like, does like streak where they just like send each other like a Snapchat like once a day for they like ever. Oh, and like otherwise you break the streak. Remember? Because we tried it and went for one day. Yes. <laughs> it's very true and not an exaggeration. And then you sent me back one and then it does it. Nice. And then I deleted Snapchat and then on my I phone because I was like, this yeah. is a lot of work yeah. and yeah. pressure. Yeah. yeah. I know. There's a, yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know where, how we got onto all that. It was because of the baby. Oh, yes, the baby. So it was on, it was, it was maybe not a TikTok. It's just on, like, Twitter or something? I just found it on YouTube again. Okay, exactly. I don't know okay. Where Ancient. Where <laughs> Ancient technology. <laughs> Grandma. YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> Google, like, baby swaddle hands up and you'll find it. Aww, so, okay. I love that sounds that. really cute, though. Um, I don't even, I feel like I've been watching... An embarrassing amount of nail art videos, but I don't really even have any specific ones to recommend. Oh, that's fun though. But like nail art videos is like on Instagram. Yeah, I feel like it's really bending me out. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love that. I, I, don't do I went through a period where I was watching right, a lot of those. My nails look like I do one plain color at all times. <laughs> like, yeah, but those look really like neat. <laughs> yeah, they're not chipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. Thanks. But no, I, I still like the videos. I'm trying to think. That's not very specific. Do you guys want to hear my feminist porn recommendations? Oh, sure. Sure. Now that I found them? Okay, wait. It's an internet junk drawer. Yeah. I know. Let's see. What did I have? I had Make Love in a Porn, which is a hilarious site. You're a voyeur. Oh, this was an interesting one. There's one called, I think it's like Pink Pink and White Productions that is like this queer porn company. Oh. Um, that, 
It does. So do you guys really have, there's, there's porn awards that are feminist porn awards. So they're oh, like, tight. The, there's what? the porn awards we all know about, or maybe that we don't all know about, but then there's all these feminist porn awards. Um, so what were the, the one they had run won a whole series. They had this whole series. that's about this like hotel. And it was like a movie that like where people are getting back to the hotel, but now it's just these like mini sods that are mm. in the hotel. Oh, okay. But that was a fun one. And then, Oh, give me a second to Google. Hold on. There was one more hilarious one. What was that? I You were telling me, Alex, that what? like young MA apparently directed porn. Oh yeah. I saw on her Instagram. Oh. Um, what used to be at Henny's and Ho, Henny yeah. and Ho's, yeah, but yeah, now yeah. is just like Young MA official okay. or some bullshit, yeah. which just makes me kind of sad. Boring. Yeah. I know Henny and Ho's <laughs> is way more fun. Yeah, um, yeah. I saw she was like behind the scenes. She's like, "Yeah, I'm directing a porn," and it was like some like porn star girl like, "Yeah, do you want to like be in one now? Like probably, right?" And she was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, "Absolutely not. I want to direct more stuff." Like she was just like, <laughs> she was like, she was like, I mean, it's great, it's beautiful, it's hot, but also she directs uh, I queer direct porn stuff. too, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah." yeah. Yeah. yeah, which are like all these like I feel like it has to become this thing now because right like there's all this like lesbian I think there's like a, this was this interesting thing like lesbian porn versus queer porn mm. being yeah. that like lesbian porn isn't actually for lesbian right? it's for yeah, yeah, yeah it's for usually straight, for straight yeah. men yeah yeah which straight. I was very oh I have a thing that I heard about on a theory on like why men like that and why some women like watching just men even though they're oh, yeah. straight um. Continue your story and I'll tell you right after. Oh, I was just going to say, this is my recommendation. Okay, so this is Erica Lust is like the name you know in feminist porn. Just Erica like, Lust. So this is my journey. I watched no porn and then we talked to the sex anthropologist and I got really excited about feminist porn and I watched the most porn I've ever watched for like two months. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like made you this binge watched a lot of porn. <laughs> it was hilarious. I went for, like, I truly watched no porn. Like, I just, not that I'm really? a feminist, but I just like wasn't a porn person. I could never really. I don't know. I just didn't. It's fine in my imagination. Um, and then I was like, I'll watch all of it. It will be hilarious. So she has what I think this is my favorite. This is my recommendation of the series that I found. She has this one called X Confessions. And it's great because people write in their sex dreams and then oh, she wow. turns them into porn. What? Oh my God. Right? That's crazy. That's awesome. It's her favorite. So That's you can go cool. to the website, you can just read all the submissions, but then she picks like the ones that are, are going to be yeah. portrayed. Like, yeah, they're just not as like cheesy i would say yeah because yeah. they're just actual like, like weird fantasy that's, that's so, so fun awesome. yeah. so that's my that's my porn recommendation oh my that's god that's so awesome what's so, it called like erica west like she's the producer mm-hmm. but this is her ex confession like, wow that's so cool that is oh, really what a great cool. idea amazing yeah. yeah i so i was watching um christine amanpour has an amazing documentary that i highly recommend called sex and love i think I think it's just called Sex and Love or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, she goes to different countries and interviews, like, women who are about our age or in their 30s mm-hmm. about, like, relationships and, like, the general culture around dating, sex, marriage, love, and with, like, a feminist bent, sort mm-hmm. of, and just being, like, do you feel free and not objectified and do you feel forced into, like, you know, heterosexual relationships and things like that. And in Japan, she was kind of exploring why a lot of the girls there – they have like a specific name for them, but it's like there's a certain type of girl who like reads these erotic anime like pamphlet kind of novels and sometimes they're like graphic novels where it's just men on men. Mm-hmm. And they said that like she talked to a psychologist and he and it was the idea that like women with 
or women or anyone, and this is why I think, like, men watching, specifically men who watch lesbian porn, Mm -hmm. it's this idea that, like, if the person has an issue with, like, self-identity or, like, self-confidence or, like, an issue, like, with not being, not, like, not feeling, yeah, not feeling like they have a lot of agency in, like, a sex act, they prefer to not be able to identify with someone in the scene. So it's to see something sexy and love that Mm -hmm. and be turned on by it, but not feeling like you are in it or being like, I like, look at how wonderful this person looks. I don't look like that. You know what I mean? So it's like the idea of like the, the less sort of confident. I don't know. I don't, I don't like to say the word confident, but like, I guess the, like the, a person that doesn't really necessarily feel good or capable to identify well, with who's in the scene. Are you looking at the porn to get yourself out of the sex imagery, right? Like, right, you, yeah. And that helps with that. that yeah, it's the idea. Yeah. yeah, and that's, so I thought that that was really interesting because I was like, that sheds light for me on yeah. men in the other, you know, in the other way, like the men right. who, who see like, who Word. prefer lesbian porn or whatever. Yeah. It's like this idea that it's like, there's something that they have a problematic about themselves or whatever that they don't that they don't want that they can't like identify with a like a porn guy yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean right. not necessarily that it's like, like i'm extra sh- yeah i'm extra right. straight right. and i just want to see ladies naked like it's like <laughs> yeah. shut no. up chocolate like right. listen we all get it like i understand everybody's a little gay so shut up you know true. what i mean it's true except for chuck who is actually straight yeah <laughs> that's yeah. right and doesn't have a, definitely doesn't have a problem with his own fucking identity yeah <laughs> you know that's yeah. interesting i thought that that was really interesting because yeah. they and like the women were like yeah i mean yeah you know what i mean like right. when, when she was interviewing them and she was like this is what the psychologist said do you think that that's true and they were like yeah like they were just like kind of down they were like yeah i feel really insecure around guys and i don't like it and but i do sometimes want to fucking jerk off you know what i mean like she's like but also like uh, yeah yeah it was interesting word anyway that's cool well that's the sexy corner of the internet (laughs) here's um a just really pure and wholesome but also kind of hilarious and scary thing um i saw i found this tweet by liz climo climo uh, at El Climo, and she said, this is my daughter's favorite doll. She named him Kevin, and it's, uh, I guess, like, around six years old, this this girl, and it's a skeleton. It's fully oh just God. a little skeleton oh doll oh that God. she is carrying around. It looks like an anatomical, like, yeah. skeleton oh. that's about as big as her, and she just, like, tucks him into bed and, oh like... God. Hangs oh. out with him, and I think it's the cutest fucking thing That's ever. Wonderful. An adorable little goth baby. Um, oh. Love her. Wish her the best. Good for her. Yeah, maybe she'll be a scientist. Oh, yeah. Maybe she just really likes Hopefully. anatomically correct oh, things. Yeah. I know, right? Love that. I mean, more of that in our young women. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Get some women in stem. Yes. I'm yeah. recording a podcast with my arts degree. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, I thought I'm such a champ. I was like, oh, women should do science. Like, I love gaming and girls who work in science. And I'm like, okay, what did I do? <laughs> but also, like, I wouldn't be good in STEM. True. Yeah. What good would I be as a nurse? I just sit there and cry and hold your hand. Like, I would not help. <laughs> I'm worried about these needles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like oh I'm God. doing what I can be helpful in doing, yeah. you know. I asked my boss. So I'm I work in I'm an assistant editor, right? So I like work with a lot 
like computers Technology. and like tech stuff. And I I don't remember what I fixed. It was something very minor, but like with a computer, you know, I like fixed the monitor and I was so proud of myself. I told everybody and everyone at work was like, Liv, this is literally your job. Like, <laughs> you need to be able to do this. I don't understand why you're so excited. I told my boss and she was like, good, that's great. That's why I pay you. And, she was, and I was like, am I a woman in STEM? And she was like, if you want to be a woman in STEM, you're, yeah, totally, you're a woman in STEM. And I was like, wow, I'm a woman in STEM, like, all day. Technology. Anyway. That's what T stands for. Um, I'm insufferable at work. Um, my internet junk drawer is this weird video, also a TikTok video, I'm realizing, looking at it now. But it is literally just, I think it's a Cantonese chef, don't quote me on that. Um, I was trying to find out where it came from, and I think it's this, like, like a Hungarian like gaming Twitter page. What? Christian underscore HVN. But I don't know. Everyone's been like retweeting it and like making jokes about it. So like, okay. I don't know. But um, it's, he's just like, he's cooking something. No one's, there's discussion in the comments about what it is. The consensus seems to be some kind of like beef stew. Okay. And it's just this guy, he's wearing like a chef's hat. He's outside. Um, there's like an icy lake next to him and it's like in front of like a hut and he's like cooking this stuff and he throws things into this giant walk and like yells about it every time he does. <laughs> and like, it looks like it's like cut. So it's just him like put it, like yelling the ingredient and pouring it in. And then at the end of this video. It's like video, the most intense tasty video so ever. <laughs> yes, literally. It's like a super intense outdoor tasty video. I love that. And then at the end of it. Yeah, right? He puts a lid on it and like yells something. I think, again, the consensus seems to be like, it's ready or like it has been finished or something. <laughs> and then he like takes this lid, this giant lid, and he Captain America throws it like into the distance and it rolls away on this lake. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> like everyone in the comments, the, my favorite, I found it. Um, it was a, a Levi Ackerman on Twitter. He posted it and he said the way he threw the lid off i just know whatever the fuck this is slaps <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just that's it's, amazing that's how i felt last night when i made my first bechamel sauce oh yeah that's I true really, i could have thrown a, a lid into an icy lake you could have thrown a i lid felt very lake. proud of myself Ama amazing i took my leftovers because I made myself basically my own like gourmet mac and cheese out of it, mm. and I took it out of the refrigerator when Liv came home and was like, "Try this." Right it's so now. good. I had I didn't ask her whether or not she was hungry. I didn't ask her whether or not she wanted to try it. I was like, "You're going to have a bite. I don't care that it's cold." And she took a bite and she was like, "Very good," because of course she had to say that. Yeah. Like have her cornered in the kitchen. Oh, I right have, how was it? But I felt very proud of myself. Oh, no, I meant I, it. It was very good. Thanks, yeah. but I definitely could. Are you serious? Oh wow. my God. Same way, like, like cheddar parmesan. Like... Oh, amazing. I did a white sharp cheddar. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yes. I have white cheddar too. I love it. I'm hungry. Amazing. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> I put some uh, from some cream spinach in it as well. I put and some cheese in it. Oh my God. <laughs> and some shredded rotisserie chick. And some. It's pretty excited. It's very good. Amazing. Well, I'm starving. Wow. Um. <laughs> you know, we're, I feel like I feel like it's like, over. Like, I know. Mom and dad sides of the table. <laughs> like really, us two yeah. in our stripy shirts, <laughs> and like you yeah. two in your normcore, just like being like nugget. Mm, okay. <laughs> I love it. Well, well guys, great. you guys will have to come back soon because this is way too fun. This was so this much fun. So fun. You guys are the best. Do you have anything else to plug? Plug it again. The, the cohabitation pod. Yeah. 
listen to both podcasts all the time, subscribe to them, support Women in the Arts, and then one day when we're... Something happens. You'll be so <laughs> glad you listened. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, you're okay. a human if you listen to both our podcasts, yeah. I swear. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Be, yeah be, getting it on the ground floor is tr- something truly that you want to do. Didn't really tell you about it. Like, well, I listened to that. Oh, hundred percent. You guys, yes. do you guys know the podcast, My Favorite Murder? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. I truly can say that I was like in on the mm, ground floor. That's with them. true. I was like, I started listening around episode eight, and I was like, Damn. these ladies are on to they're something. Gonna, they're and gonna, they're gonna. The entire world caught up, and I, was, I can vouch for her. That's I true. have a picture and with now them. You can't get tickets. That's right. Yeah, she has a picture I, with them. I have a picture with them because we just waited around after the show, and we're like, hey, hey hi, and they were like on the verge of being really famous at that time, and they were just like, hey, what's up? And we like took a picture and hugged them and chatted and hung out. And but now you have that yeah. forever. Now I have that forever. So we're all certain that we're on the verge of becoming We're on the verge of becoming famous. Can I just also plug <laughs> that I also started listening to Keeping It 1600 because I'm the nerd she who did. knew who John Lovett was before he started podcasting. That's right. Just from before, the Obama administration. The, the, people, <laughs> the people behind Pod Save America and all of those things. Shout out to John. If you are listening, John Lovett and John Favreau, I was a fan of your speeches uh, that Obama delivered. Anyway, <laughs> this is not a political podcast. Um, OG, an OG fan. Amazing. Anyway, Love guys, it. follow us at A Ridiculous Pod, please. On Twitter and Instagram. Thank you. Yeah, and you can follow me at Alex Shan, A-L-U-X-S-H-A-N, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm at Liviosa, L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H, on the same platforms, uh, Twitter and Instagram. That was weird. Amazing. All right. Bye, bye. guys. Bye.